Hi, my name is Butch. And I'm John. And we're here with Porch and with Butch and John. And we have one of my favorite people with me in my life, and this is JC Lund. She's actually celebrating her 10th year since she started her firm called Treebird Branding. And so we thought that this would be specifically good for our audience for the fact that everybody's interested in their brand, their personal brand, their business brand, their social media brand. I mean, we're all talking about branding. So I think this is a very poignant topic for today's world. Now, JC has been with me for, gosh, eight years, 10 It's years. been like 10. Yeah, we've yes. worked through probably three different websites together. Yeah. This is our latest venture of Fortune, which, so if you look at all the branding here, JC is in charge of, she was in charge of this little child of ours. Um, and so, JC, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure to be here. John's got our first question for you, and then we're going to start drilling you on all the good stuff. Okay. <laughs> JC, thank you again for being here. So, with everyone online and, you know, and concerned about their, their, their personal brand, will you tell us why that's so important? Yeah, I think, you know, it's important to really know who you are and if it's for yourself or your business, understanding your why, what is your purpose and your passion and making sure that whatever you're bringing to the table, you're able to consistently bring that to your audience. Sure. So in developing a brand, uh, what are the four important parts of, 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 of doing that? Um, well, uh, you know, we talk about positioning a lot. Uh -huh. And so within a positioning, uh, the four parts of that is, uh, what is your category of one? What can you claim that no one else can so we're, claim? So we're breaking up like a sphere into four quadrants. Yes. Okay. Or maybe it's more like, uh, it's almost more like a house. Oh, okay. House. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a house. So like, this is your foundation, right? Okay. These are okay. your foundation. Relative to our life. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, your category of one, what can you claim that no one else can claim? Okay. Uh, for mm -hmm. some of our clients, that's really easy. For some of them, it's a little bit more challenging. You know, if it's another like a uh, apartment building. Okay. How do we make that <laughs> yeah. a category of one, right? We're creative. Okay. Okay. Next is you want to understand your distinctive values, okay. uh, your, or unique methods, and then ultimately, what's your brand promise? What are you offering? What are you delivering? Okay, one was what again? Uh, number one is category of one. Category of one. Then we have distinctive values. Okay. Can you give me an example of distinctive values? Like, what do you mean by that? Uh, your distinctive values is like about, it's kind of like, what is your integrity? Okay. <laughs> right? Uh, so is it that you're doing quality work? Are you bringing value? Uh, is it something about, you know, maybe flexibility? The environment, oh, okay. uh, you know, it, it's just like it, so many things can be your values and they change for each individual person and for each individual business. I think it's really important to know what those are and to share those because you want to work with people or have people in your life that share your values. Okay. So what you're bringing to the, your client or your customer. Yeah, Got yeah. it. Okay. And then, yeah, your distinctive methods. Uh, my way that I would like to describe that or the way I like to describe distinctive methods is you know, how you do what you do, uh -huh. you know, what is your process uh, and being able to describe that. And then of course, yeah, your brand promises, what's the delivery? What are you doing? Are you offering a, a unique experience? Are you offering a really high end, uh, you know, luxury event? Uh, is it a donut? Like what is your, and it's going to be the best donut, you know, what is your brand promise? 
Great, great, great. Boy, boy, it's technical. Okay, so let's start over. <laughs> I'm still like, getting the base. So understanding what your... Um, These are all the base. Oh, oh, those are all the base. These are oh, all the base. Okay, got it. I, yeah. I was off the roof by now. No, no, no. We're not <laughs> okay. at the roof. This okay. is the base that you build the house, the house on. on. Oh, okay, great. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Okay. Well, should we keep going up? Yeah. Should we go let's, upstairs? Let's go upstairs. Okay. Uh, well, when you go upstairs, this is where you start to develop kind of the visuals, the visual aspect of your brand. Okay. So, uh, you know, it can be... Uh, for personal, I would say, is this like your signature or like, do you have a signature, um, like letterhead or something like that? Note cards or like so just deliverables, stamp. the collateral deliverables for a business. It's like, what is your logo? Oh, okay. okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Not now just, you're speaking my language. Now we're not, getting there, now right? you got it. Okay. You're through. So for your logo, you know, it's not just one size fits all. It's, there should be a, a like 600 versions of your logo. Yeah. It all has to be consistent. I remember that. It's, yes. It was it was challenging because there were so many great options, right? But then we ultimately came onto the stairs, which they speak. Well, they're just, it's pretty, it's indirect about what, what we do. I still really like your logo. <laughs> <laughs> and we have sure. so many more logos for all these other business ventures mm-hmm. we were talking about, which we haven't, I guess if you go to our website, you could probably see more, but the, that for the construction one, the property management one. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. But anyways, but yeah, there's like a horizontal version. There's uh-huh. one for social. There's the icon. There's the full name. Like all those pieces. It's something classic, yeah, right? Yeah. We, uh, we're, we're skipping around, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> when we design for any client, we are never touching anything that's trendy because anything that's ever been trendy is going to be out of style. Yeah. Remember when... Chevron. Like, oh, yes. So like we don't touch that for brands. We don't look at that. What we really do is focus on like who's your core audience and what resonates with them. If you're doing something that's only your plan is for it to be around for a couple of years, fine. You can, you know, use something trendy. Mm-hmm. For us and for our clients, we're building institutions. We want a brand that's going to last 10 years. Yours has. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. And beyond. Yours mm-hmm. is still really in really good shape. Sure. We're 20 years this year, by the yeah, way. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, making sure that you're, like, not following trends. Uh, and, like, you know, you can really get into things like color theory and, like, how you want people to feel the emotion behind it and build that in. Okay, so let's then bring this to probably some of our listeners or reviewers when they're getting into social media and you know you you are falling into a category of the stuff that you're posting right mm-hmm. so it could so the person that is your i guess the maybe what i'm saying is their profile picture is ultimately their logo in a way could yeah. you say that mm-hmm. so that should when you're taking into account what that profile picture is there's a lot of elements you should consider when you're posting a picture out there of the profile there's a lot to it well, it depends on like your audience and how you want them to feel. If you want people to feel like this is a cool person who's relaxed, yeah. you have a cool person, relaxed photo, right? Good if point. you want yeah. to come off as like polished and professional, I would say make sure that your, you know, images and stuff that you put out on social are, pol- are polished and professional. This is good though. We're going to stay with the house because right. now, you know, we have our foundational stuff. We have our branding, our logo, right, our design right. elements, our website, all of that, that and then the next floor up, I would say, there's your social media, uh, right? Okay, and so, so like, the, you know, we have our really good, our thought process work in okay. the basement. Then we've got kind of our deliverable, our core pieces. And then when we're really doing marketing, that's the next level oh, up. Where you reach to the, the consumer. Yes. Got it. Okay. And so making sure that there's consistency along the way. So, um, you know, we all, uh, well, we don't, but lots of people use Canva. I was going to say we all use Canva. Not everyone. Yeah. Uh, Canva's good. Canva's fine. Yeah. However, 
use with caution. It has to match all of that foundational stuff that you've already done. So don't fall victim to the template because yeah. you think it's cute. Right. If that does not represent your core audience, your core values, all of that good so stuff. So take the time out. to create the template from Canva that works to you, not one of the ones that might come, which is great about Canva because they've got, you've got a bunch of options if you're not that technically you know savvy mm -hmm. but then if you are and have the time in fact i've done that on some things and if you spend enough time it's pretty easy yeah but you'll create one that's yours and then you use that consistently consistency i guess is the key here yeah that's okay. one of my like big points is that you should be so consistent with your brand to the point of boredom because mm -hmm. that is your credibility and trust okay that when people are looking at your brand whether it be personal or business as you are showing yourself on social media, mm -hmm. if you are changing it up because you're bored with it right. so much, a different type of illustration style, or I don't know, like different <laughs> colors, things like that, <laughs> it looks really disjointed. I laugh because the, the, what I've learned from you, I'm just driving down the road looking at people's marquees and things. It's like five different fight top font types on there. Uh -huh. And I just, it's entertainment for me. It's oh, like, yeah, it's, it's brutal. But yeah, I would say keep it consistent so that everything, like as you're going up the house, it should just all be, if it's a craftsman, let's keep it a craftsman. craftsman. If it's modern, oh. let's keep it a modern wow, house. There's so go. many. There's so many good wow. metaphors. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. We got into the roof yet? Um, yeah. Well, the roof is interesting. I would say that's what people say about you that you don't have as much control over. Mm, so that's like another your part of in your social media. Exactly. You can edit that. <laughs> yes, you can edit that. Lock that, but out. that you maybe don't have as much control over, you know? Yeah. And so this is like when people are giving a referral, mm -hmm. if someone is um posting a question or a comment about you online, mm -hmm. uh if your friend is saying like, oh my gosh, Butch and John are the most fun person, like people to hang out with ever. You know, like that's kind of the stuff you don't have as much control over. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so if all of the rest of the house is consistent, uh, get you know. then that, the stuff you don't have control natural. over, you actually do have control over it because you've had that consistency. You've done that groundwork. You have your package. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. So my next question is like, when I started out with Butch, many of his elements were already in place for the branding. We've talked about that come up with his logo, the steps that go, you know, into the house, the color, the font, all those, all those strong things, the marketing pieces that you had in place too. And, uh, then we added, of course, the silly character pictures <laughs> yeah. that we have now, right? <laughs> Me and a turtleneck. Um, anyway, it was a winter card. It was, I, yeah, I think it was the winter. Every time I see yeah. it, I feel was it Christmas? Choked. It was a, was it was it, a holiday card. Yeah. yeah. We have, we have like four, I have four caricatures. It's yeah. pretty cool. There's the one of you on the, um, the lounge chair the with lounger my dog. And the, yeah, with yeah. Vonda. And yeah. the sunnies. Yeah. So let's talk about the, well, like a, something, the one thing that someone should know when starting out, you know, establishing their branding. This is a good question. Start at the beginning. <laughs> and so I think a lot As of people to get, like, yeah, don't worry about social media. Oh, okay. Ah. Do the, do the foundational structure bit first. It's overwhelming. I would also say, don't look at anyone else's stuff. Ever. Really? Wow. Yes. Don't, I mean, you can do a mood board okay. and then let's cool it because you need to focus on yourself. It's so easy to get distracted by what someone else is putting out mm -hmm. that it's really easy to, it's, you know, mission creep. It's really easy to get away from your core, you know, mission offerings. creep is when you, when you segue from your from mission. Your mission. Got yes. It. Mission okay. creep. And so, uh, you That's know, it's a good term to know. Mission right? creep. Yeah. yeah. And so we, yeah, we start at the beginning Go inward, <laughs> right? Okay. Do the foundational work first. Do things one step at a time. 
you have no business having a business card until your brand is done. Right. You know, okay. uh, and you have no business putting stuff on social media until you have all those other pieces <laughs> done too. And you know, with like with this and we were fortune, we were so brave to get out of the gate. It took us three months to pull this together, the branding and everything else. I still was ready to get that first video out. Yes. But, and it, but it, Right. And I felt much more confident when it went out because everything was so in place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I start at the end as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have to, I have to follow my own advice too. And it can be hard. You have a big idea and it's just like, okay, I'm going, I'm getting everything set up and it has to be live and I have to have this and I have yeah. to have a podcast and I have, just chill. Yeah. Those are, those are parking lot ideas. What's that mean? Uh, meaning that it's in the parking lot. It's not on the road. Oh, I like this. Yeah. I got all well, sorts of terms. You sure do. Yeah. We're going to set that in the parking lot. We're going to get to it, jot it down, uh-huh. reference it often. Once the other work, the priority stuff is done, then you can start to pull things out of the parking lot and you'll be ready for it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. you'll be ready to do so it. So you have little spaces compartmentalized. I love that. Yes, compartmentalized. Okay. I've your, never heard these plan. before. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 were, you were passively, sub, subliminally giving me this stuff. Okay, what's next? Um, well, another term is parallel pathing it, right? Oh, So wow. parallel pathing is like when you're doing two things at once. Oh. Limit that. Okay. <laughs> so it can be your... How often do Parallel. Are you wow. I feel like some of these terms are probably going to pop up next week. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, things you can parallel path. You can parallel path your positioning and your branding. You can do this at the same time. Uh, you can parallel path uh, your website and like maybe some preview stuff on social, oh, right? Okay. Like you can start to do some things together. Okay. And then you need to be thoughtful about how you do it. Wow. Great. Great. <laughs> Next. Is this, is this the best one so far? Yes. Okay. Totally. Yeah, for sure. It's that Enneagram 3. I've talked to you about Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and let's talk about that. Enneagram. Enneagram. Yeah. yeah. What is that? How do you work in Enneagram? Oh, well, Enneagram is a personality test that we use every day at Treebird and in my personal life. Okay. And it actually is helpful, I thought, for me in developing my own personal brand. So I have a uh-huh. little bit more personal understanding. Uh, there's nine types within is there the a Enneagram. Website you can go for yes, this? it's Enneagraminstitute.com. It's 12 bucks. Take awesome. the test. It's 45 minutes to take it. Don't and do the free ones. They don't, okay. they're not as accurate. So yeah. that would help you then get all the base and things going for your house and then moves over into all the other stuff. It helps you to know how you're going to respond to things. So certain personality oh, types. So it's like are, DISC. It's like yes. ENFJ. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So gotcha. you and I are yeah, the same I take one. them all. Yeah. yeah. I know we're, myself pretty we're well. We're both threes. We're <laughs> I gave John one too when he first started. Oh, yeah. oh, and we're yours so is. opposite. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> uh, so we're feet on the gas kind of people. Sometimes it's good to know uh, if someone maybe, I don't know, I don't know you like that. If you're like a foot on the brake kind of a person, <laughs> like, hold on, we need to like get things together, right? I yeah. think that's good to know so that you can just know ahead of time, like, I'm going to get too far ahead on this. Let okay. me take it back. Or as for some people might know, like, I need to push forward because it's not my natural instinct to push it forward. I might be a little bit more of a glass half empty type. Yeah. You know, I'm like, the glass is overflowing. <laughs> you know? Always. So, always. Yeah. Put this stuff back in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, parking lot, parking lot. So, yeah, that's a tool that we use okay. a lot is the Enneagram. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I got us off track. I think John it's okay. had a question. Yeah, well, so, if you've gotten off track from the very beginning, like we've already talked about the house, the foundation, and building up, you know, to each step to, to getting your brand. Um Tell us about how, you know, how to get yourself back on and, uh, and make it successful. Yeah. I would say you need to go back to the basement, <laughs> go within, 
check in. Maybe your, maybe your core values or your why things may have changed for you. Your audience could have changed. Branding is always changing. Nothing is permanent, right? And so it's a good time to check in on that and then address it. And then you kind of start working back up the house again. So for people in social media, because they started, may have started this platform in college and you know, there was a different person in college and now you've got a professional, you're an entrepreneur, you're starting your own business. Do you delete those pictures? I, it depends, right? It depends. I think, you know, if it's a personal one, some I have gone and archived, oh, right? Yeah. They don't fit me anymore. <laughs> archived, yeah. Right? Good point. I'll archive those okay, off. Okay. Um, and we'll do that for some of our clients too, as their brands have evolved. It's like, okay, we're going to archive. And it's a slow process and we do it intentionally. Okay. So I would say, you know, unless you're Taylor Swift, we don't need to be just wiping the whole thing clean. Oh, right? she does? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, she's a new album. Swift, but I don't <laughs> yeah, follow. Yeah, you Taylor Swift, but yeah, you don't have to wipe your whole Instagram okay. clean and start over. Don't feel like you have to do that. Like a breakup. Yeah. It's like, I burn think, it all. <laughs> get your strategy, get your plan, okay. get back on track, look at your tools, look at your house, and then start to roll out the new stuff, and you're going to start to archive off the old so stuff. So you're basically just rebranding. Yeah, but it's a... We call it, uh, we actually even developed a, a card that we send our clients now that you're in brand purgatory. Brand oh. purgatory. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is four for the day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's brand purgatory. Your old stuff is still there. Yeah. You only want to see the new stuff, you know, but it, it's a process and it takes time. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's when we send that card out. It's just like you're in brand purgatory. Oh, so it's like, so it's like, like getting called to the principal's office, except they get something in the mail. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, what, it, it, what happens after you get into brand purgatory? Well, eventually you're going to get into brand heaven, right? Oh, we know it's go. a process. Oh, we're going heaven. to, yeah, we're going to eventually get there. We're moving the, the whole thing forward, but it, there's that muddy time period when you're doing a rebrand that, you know, you're, you don't want to see your old stuff or maybe you're having to use old packaging up or like oh, you got some yeah. old shirts and some old swag. You got to get I do rid that. Of. You don't want to throw it out because you want to reduce, reuse, recycle, right? Yeah. You you're just, saying I shouldn't use that? No, I'm saying <laughs> accept your brand for where it is in that oh, moment. Okay. Accept it. Okay. We're in the middle of a change. Yeah. You know, not okay. everything needs to be done. So We're too far ahead. Brand yeah. heaven is when you've, you've gotten off the segue back on track. You might mm-hmm. be paralleling with another thing, but yeah. you're back on track and your, your brand is where it needs to be because you've gotten everything back in alignment. And uh, is there bruising from this stage? Um, I guess it depends on the person. <laughs> How bad they are. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think it depends on, on, on what you're trying to do. Okay. And really, ideally, you know, if you're working with a trusted partner, yeah. like maybe True Branding, <laughs> we're here to help guide and coach and do it in a really thoughtful way. Like we're all about strategy. We really get into audience, making sure that we're not alienating people. And right. they're just like, this isn't for me anymore. Right. It's, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all to give a, a smooth transition into the new brand. And that we know that we can... I think if you uh, can see it coming, you know, it's not a surprise. It helps. So how long does a rebrand take? It depends. Uh, I think like from idea to the end. Okay. A year. A year. A you year. know, I would say that wow. that long to develop everything, uh, to get it over. Archive. And, <laughs> to archive. And to have like a full couple of cycles on social, on email marketing, on print marketing, that people are starting to really like, okay, this is the new brand. Got it. Yeah. I think okay. that that's a, 
know, cool. it can be as short as six months. <laughs> how, <laughs> how often do you realize you've gone down the wrong road? You have to backtrack and maybe like Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola classic, that, that infamous that was rebranding. Disaster, yeah. That yeah. was a disaster. Have you found yourself in that situation with a client before? No, I think for us, it's, it's really about keeping clients consistent and okay. that, um, a lot of times too, they'll see something that's really trendy or really exciting or something. It's like, we're going to do that applied to your brand okay. and your audience. Cause like, you know, there's always cool, fun, new ways of doing things. I never thought we'd be doing TikTok for clients. And here we are, yeah. um, cause it makes sense. Paid ads on TikTok for small businesses are good. So talk, just talk to, about that. Yeah. Really. Well, that's a, it's a really good way to do like do some local marketing. And so those are really successful. If your strategy is to go viral on TikTok, that's a no. You need to be posting <laughs> multiple times a day. Well, okay. If that's the only thing you're doing, great. Yeah. Uh, but if you're really, you know, more on Instagram and, you know, you dabble in TikTok, a great use of funds is to do some paid advertising on TikTok. And don't worry about the algorithm there because it is a beast. Okay. It's my favorite form of personal media. Oh, I don't watch wow. television anymore. I watch TikTok. Wow. It is so fun, but it is really hard to break out. Huh. on that platform. Okay. So I also heard another tip, which our viewers might also appreciate is if you are boosting that you should, you could watch which um, videos you've put out there in the world and the ones you, you would think maybe I'll boost this one because no one saw it. No one saw it because no one liked it. You go to the ones that people really do love and boost that one. 100% that's correct. Okay. The ones that are, uh, anytime that we are posting for a client and something's going well, we're going to make it go really well. Really we, well. Bo we boost those. And we like to have, it's, you know, you know, what is it? Like diversification, like in your portfolio. Right. Same thing with your ad budget. Make okay. sure that you're not only doing boosted. You should have some paid ads running as well. You should have mm -hmm. uh, your Google paper clips paper clicks set up. And so that those are running too. So it shouldn't all be in one bucket. Okay. Those three words right there are going to be a whole different uh, podcast with us. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> this is fun. This is fun, fun right? <laughs> yeah. And, and this was full of metaphors, right? That's the whole who knew? I, yeah, I, knew. I didn't come that here with that in my <laughs> plans. Yeah. Those are the best. Well, that's yeah. very great. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the, some, we got some fun questions for you. Okay. Let's talk about what's your favorite brunch spot in this um, city? It's funny. So I was thinking about that, but I realized that we don't really brunch. We do a lot of dim sum. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's, so, that's brunchy. Yeah, that's our brunch is that we, we go to dim sum. Our favorite is Royal China in Duluth. Is and, it funny how you just drive yeah. there? You don't know what the name is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our favorite is Royal China in Duluth. That's that's the best one. We we uh, really like Char Siu Bao. And so mm. that's kind of our like dim sum litmus test and theirs is the best in the city. Cool. Outside, it's outside the city. But. Now, when y'all go, do you bring friends with you? We've uh, run into people at brunch, which oh. is at uh, brunch at dim sum, which uh -huh. is fun, but it's usually just me, Patrick, and our daughter, June. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great, great. Do you want to come to dim sum? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you guys can come. Flutus, please. Yeah. 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 What are you doing tomorrow? <laughs> um, all right. What do you think is Atlanta's best kept secret? Uh, I, I, there's a couple, of course. I don't think it's a really big secret, but I think that whenever we bring someone, right, whenever <laughs> we bring someone from out of town and we take them to the DeKalb Farmers Market, yes. it is just like a culinary mecca. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah and you live so close to it. I know. Yeah. When, you know, we we like to make a little drink. And it looks like a coffee mug. And Smart. you can spend an hour there. You give oh, each yeah. person the segment of the meal that they're going to do. And we come back together. And you could, we spend hours, well, not hours, but 
definitely around an hour. Oh yeah. We have a whole, we have a whole like routine for how we go in and out. Mm, Uh, the only hardship of having a daughter now is that we can't just leave the cart (laughs) because we used to just leave the cart somewhere. Exactly. As our home base. Yeah. As our home base. But like, yeah, we can't leave her anywhere. So she, but we still don't take the cart down the aisles. We're not monsters. Oh, Uh, those people. Gosh. (laughs) If you haven't been to the cat farmer's market, those people need, there need to be a list of rules. There are a lot of rules. You can't take photos. Uh, yes, you can't bring your, There's a lot of rules. Oh, one you can bring rules, your uh, recycle your your, your reusable bags, bags you now. You check them in. You I, can't I have them in the I stuff them in my waistband, my waistband, behind my jacket. And You're think, so edgy. I hate having to check it in and check it out. Yeah. It's like I also like just breaking the rules. <laughs> Such a rebel. But yeah, the, yeah. Don't take your cart down the aisle. Uh, but yeah, it's the best uh, for food. And then we Thank also, you. I love it. Uh, you know, Stone Mountain gets a lot of press, but I don't know if a lot of people really know how great Arabia Mountain is. We yes, love, I Arabia love Arabia Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, absolutely. I've never heard of it. <laughs> there you go. There's <laughs> these weird like red sedums that grow in the sand there, and there's mm-hmm. sand, and there's sand. like a whole quarry and a they're, lake. Like it's beautiful. You should go spend the time eco- there. They're really unique ecosystems because yeah. of the way in which, like at Stone Mountain, they grow in these on these. Um, rock facing and they've got these wonderful little ecosystems with the little ponds and the organisms that grow there. It's, there's a lot of history to that place too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's really cool. All right. So what's your favorite place to go for a date or, or to relax? Um, I realized that as I was thinking about these questions ahead of time, we really love Asian food and that's our favorite. And so, uh, and like, so anyways, our favorite date night is sushi. We -hmm. love sushi Hayakawa. We think it is the absolute best Mm -hmm. in the city. Uh, the chef is incredible. It just moved from up on Buford Highway down to the interlock. It's like six seats or maybe like 10 seats total. It's a whole experience. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Mujo, we have not gotten to go yet, uh, but we've heard really wonderful things about Mujo. On the west side too? West yeah, side, it's okay. all on the west side. Oh, that's right. You're a yeah. west side girl. I'm a west side girl. We love Oku on the west side too for like our regular <laughs> yes. sushi. And there's actually, um, there's one that's, uh, I think... Maybe it's up in Duluth. Whatever you can edit that. It's um, it's a it's a rotating sushi restaurant. Oh, it's, it's one that you would Pura. see on TV. And I've never been to one of those. So fun. Yeah. You know, it's your standard sushi, uh, and it's a blast. And like they bring your drinks out on a robot. Like we just love it. It's a blast. Good, so yeah. a couple years ago, gosh, a couple meaning maybe five, we had we had sushi together, and I've never done this before until I was with you. I'm very where we rigid about ordered this. the same. Thing. You you order for the table, which I love. Yeah. I, would, I love ordering off of a picture or if our hostess orders everything for us. <laughs> I'm really lowbrow. So what we did was we had, when everything was delivered, we ate it together and then talked about what we experienced, which yeah, was really... Every single bite, we have to have the same bite at the same time. Yes. Um, oh, and I make everyone... It. And if you're going to sushi with me, you're going to do this because I'm very rigid and I won't invite people if they're like, nah, I can't do that. So far, it's, we're, we're betting 100 I, on that. It was, so, and since then, we've... We've done this uh, when we do sushi, not all the time, but I appreciate it when we do it. I, oh, and good. that was a great idea. Yeah. It's just me being controlled. <laughs> <laughs> lean into your, lean into your, your skill set. I know who I am. <laughs> well, uh, that's it. Thank I you so much. So, yeah. Tracy, this, this was fantastic. So we're going to get back to those other three points a couple weeks from now. Okay. <laughs> so this is Porchin. Thanks for joining us on the porch. But we didn't even talk to you about where we are. This is, it rained today, so this is why we're inside. It's been sort of a miserable couple of days, so here we are inside. This is the Astoria over on Peachtree. This is a beautiful two-bedroom home, and what really sets this home apart is this enormous terrace. 
So if you have any questions about the buildings here at Buckhead or Midtown and want a big terrace, call us. But otherwise, this is Fortune with Butch and John.